0: Another edition of the boy the podcast i'm your host for usual sean tyson here with zoo and p how you guys doing
1: doing great man nfl right around the corner zoo and i have our fantasy draft this up- upcoming weekend so i'm ready for it man ready
2: yeah yesterday had a little fantasy draft so the schedule got a little flipty due today the body today was not ready for that so a little feel a little. Feel a little woozy right now, man. Just a little, <laughs> man. Just a little. The body of the Wednesday and Tuesday's got a little confused, man. But yeah, man. Fantasy seasons here. Got a couple more drafts this week. It's gonna be a long, long week this week, man. With a couple of leagues coming up.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Like I say, fantasy is in full swing. We got a lot of people doing a lot of drafts. NFL is here. Um, and like I said, with the first topic, we're definitely going to be NFL centric. And kind of talk about some teams last year that you could say underachieve and did not make the playoffs. So I thought it was would be a good topic to see which teams in that non-playoff, I guess you could say realm, could you see making a jump and actually making a playoffs. And uh, Peebush, I'm going to start with you.
1: This is tough, man, because I feel like there are a couple, there are a couple AFC teams that I think might yes. take over. You know, like the Colts, I think, are going to make a little bit of a jump over the Titans this year, unless Malik Willis just goes God mode and we've seen him make some – pretty nice plays in the preseason yes he has gotten on the field but i'm actually going to go with an nfc team because i do think there's just a bit more leeway kind of at the bottom of that you know the top seven in the conference um and that team is the new orleans saints man Mm. Um, i know we talked about this last week and i had to go back and look at this but you know my bucks pick out of the nfc i still think it's feasible you know they're still a hell of a good team tom brady 45 years old we'll see if this might be his last round about but I'm eyeing the Saints, man. I think that, you know, they might not win the division, but I think a couple wild card spots are wide open. And you're looking at a team that kind of got screwed in their QB situation last year, you know, having Trevor Simeon come in, how they were using Taysom Hill at quarterback for a bit. And now they're getting their guy, Jameis Winston, back off of his injury. They're getting Michael Thomas back healthy. They just drafted Chris Olave, and Kamara might not even get a suspension so that's three hella good weapons to give Jameis winston along with a stellar defense on the other side um and you look at their division you know you got the panthers in there too falcons not too impressed with either team um no. but yeah i think that they have a legit shot at that 567 slot you know kind of competing up there with the the 49ers the eagles um and over there in the nfc so yeah man i think that defense is kind of the the consistency piece that i was looking for in one of the teams um, kind of were that playoff upside, and I think the Saints have the best in the NFC.
2: Interesting team, man. They got a lot of weapons this year. Very, very interesting offensive weapons. But for me this year, man, going with a little Gula Indy, man, the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, man. Yeah, they cooking a, a little, man. Yep. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's a professional quarterback. You compare him to Carson Wentz, who's a natural disaster. He just Matt Ryan's slow and steady, man. Like he's not he's not the greatest, but you know he's up there, man. His production. We know his weaknesses, but his offensive efficiency, man, he's a great, accurate quarterback. He might not be able to move, man, but his accuracy and his leadership is top notch. Like Matt Ryan with this offense, man, I think you're going to help Michael Pittman take a step this year. Man. I feel like this thing's one of the more talented teams. I feel like the division's one of the weaker divisions. You could take a ta- take chance against this Tennessee team that lost a bunch of weapons. Houston's obviously that situation right now. Davis Mills, second year quarterback right now. Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they're going to take a step this year. But go from three wins, taking a step is five wins. So, so <laughs> like, like legit, like, the division is pretty god-awful. Yeah. It's pretty god-awful. And Tennessee last year, still so surprisingly, winning 12 games, obviously winning the division and pretty much winning the conference. I don't think they're that good right now. Because with Ryan Tannehill, man, like, he, he might lose his job. Yeah. Like, based on the performance, wow. this, this dude, this rookie, man, a little Willis guy, a little running, a little mm-hmm. – a little running quarterback, a little hurts action-looking type of dude. Not that accurate, but with a good leg, and good speed, man, he might get replaced if they lose too many games. Because mm-hmm. everybody knows Tannehill, man. He's a nice average quarterback, man, but he, his upside is limited, man. Like, and now he's less weapons. Like, who's he got to throw to? An injured Robert Woods,
1: Traylon uh, Burks. Yeah, Traylon Burks. Like a he's, pretty, runner, he's coming in,
2: losing AJ though. Brown. Like the yeah. offensive weapons are not there, and he's just not naturally good. Uh, passing quarterback, like he's a, he's a good athlete, he's a good running quarterback, but losing losing weapons and getting injured guys as replacement, I'm like man, twelve wins last year, I'm still shocked they won twelve wins last I year. I know. Talent Derrick won. Henry, Derrick Henry, obviously <laughs> that's exactly why wow. with his foot, like coming off that foot injury, obviously yeah. he made a miracle return quickly, but the dude's almost thirty years old, and as a running back man, when you're late twenties, man, it's downhill from there. Sure. Like the dude, yeah. Yeah, the dude, the dude looks like the Hulk. But I feel like he's going to hit that hit that RB wall. Maybe not this year, but definitely next year. So I feel like his timetable for uh, getting it done, being a healthy running back is over. So good luck Tannehill, man. Good luck Tannehill with the injured Derrick Henry and bad weapons because it's the cold yeah. season to come back after that <laughs> disgraceful ending of last season, man. But Matty Ice will get it done.
1: And Matt and Matt Ryan, I mean, he picked the perfect place to be an old quarterback, right? Great offensive line, great running game that you can rely on. Yeah. Good tight ends to throw to, especially in the red zone. And you got a pretty, I would say a stud wide receiver one. You know, I think Pittman put up those numbers with Carson Wentz with the inconsistency last year. And now he's going to have a former MVP who should have a Super Bowl. I think we can all agree on that. If they did anything in the second half that he should just run the ball champion. Yep. Um, (laughs) But yeah, man, I, that, that that's a good pick, too. I think the Colts is a good one. I also want to see your take on the Dolphins. I don't know if anybody thought about the Dolphins at all.
0: I thought... That's I another thought division that them.
1: could be besides the But
0: it's because they played like... I, I just... I really want to see Tua throwing the ball down the field. I got to see it first. Like, if he can show that he can get the ball to Tyreek, then they become really enticing because they got two maybe number one receivers. I kind of like their tight end a little bit, and their defense they have a really nice corner they kind of have a solid defense i would say I'm not saying they would win that division but they would be interesting i just you know patrick mahomes can get the ball down the field and get it to tyreek i tua has shown a couple of passes and like you know the little ota's and all that stuff whatever but i don't think i don't know how consistent that's going to be so i don't i don't think i can pick the dolphins hmm. uh, and plus too i'm not really the biggest tua guy i'm not a big yeah. tua guy i think he's okay i don't think he's if you if you tell me if they like i think ryan flores wanted justin herbert i mean if you told me justin herbert had those weapons which he does have (laughs) nice weapons with the chargers but if he had those weapons like yeah i would be way more bullish on the dolphins but i I was real close they were i think maybe third for me um you guys took my other two picks like you know saints another thing about the saints they beat the the bucks like they just beat them they always have their number yeah like you know the bucks have been i guess more beneficial, been a beneficiary of just the playoffs, but they beat, they have Tom's number. So it's not, that wouldn't be shocking if they won that division. Uh, but for me, I would probably want to say the Vikings just because, and this goes against my Super Bowl pick, but it's like, <laughs> they just, they got a breakthrough at one point. Like, I Kurt is an average quarterback, but he's going to look better like how Tannehill did with Derrick Henry. He got pushed up because of how good Derrick Henry was. I think Justin Jefferson is going to be that for him. And you could, one could argue that they have, a really, really like maybe top five back in Dalvin Cook. So if you kind of add those two, if the tight end comes along, comes along, uh, I guess maybe
1: or Smith Junior. Yeah, yeah, if
0: he comes like in a maybe, you know, top twenty, top twenty five type guy, if he shows that potential, then that could be another weapon. You know, Minnesota they usually draft really well, so I'm not ever worried about their defense. Uh, they could be maybe a sleeper guy, like you say, Aaron this is a year you feel like you could maybe get him because he just doesn't have a legit weapon on the outside. He does have a great running game. He does have an all pro type back, but you, and their defense is probably going to be pretty nasty. Green Bay's defense, I think is going to be really good, but mm-hmm. you know, Minnesota, we just all feel like they've been trending in the right division uh, direction. They do have a new coach. So maybe that new spark, I think it's, what's it name? Kevin Sullivan. Oh, O'Connell, something like that. Kevin O'Connell. Know. Yeah. yeah Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell. Uh, maybe, you know, they give him a different spark. You know that maybe makes them a factor in that division, um, but I was just kind of maybe trying to think out the box because it's like there's no other teams. All the other teams that did make the playoffs that are like high up there, I feel like they will make the playoffs this year. Um, I
1: mean, the Ravens are just—they were just yeah, kind of that's too easy, reasoning, yeah. right? That's yeah. too easy. I can't. Really I, a couple there. other notes I had: I felt like there was actually more teams that are dropping out of the playoffs in the AFC this year than in the NFC. I have the Titans, Steelers, Patriots, and possibly the Raiders all dropping out. You know, I think that the Broncos are kind of that tiering one, pick yeah. as well. I don't think anybody just wants to predict the AFC West because they know it's all it's just gonna get jumbled so by the end of the year. And mm-hmm. one or one or two of the teams are gonna get screwed out. It's really just gonna depend on how those divisional games go. And yeah. uh, man, that is a stack division, as we've said multiple times. So I think that's probably also gonna be something that flip-flops. Maybe the Raiders come out, Broncos are in the playoffs this year, something like that
0: yeah I, I think in all those in the afc predictions of how like that's going to shape out i just cannot see a scenario where kansas city's not in the playoffs right like, i, I have a, a lot yeah yeah <laughs> like i you know and i picked the chargers so it's like i can't see yeah. them out so to me it's going to be between the broncos and the raiders of like who's going to get that third spot um or whatever like you say i probably would trim more to denver but we'll see like you say we'll see what denver because you know, it, Russell is in a new situation, so maybe it's not as seamless as we think it's going to be. Um, and yeah. another team, like, and really, this is, like, probably, like, I don't even know what the odds will be on it. Just, but just because of the division, like, I guess it's the AFC South. Like you say, the uncertainty with Tennessee, Houston, Davis Mills is actually a decent quarterback. Yeah. Um, just so he's I. Right. You know, no line. <laughs> you got Indianapolis with Matt Ryan. I guess you would presume they're going to be the favorite. But it's like, what if Trevor Lawrence is like really effing good? Like really, really freak, Like plays like the number one pick. Then that makes Jacksonville – because, you know, their division is not like death, death's row. Like it would be crazy if he's like – if he comes That's back true. in year two and is really, really good, then they could win that division. It wouldn't be crazy because it's like, well, he's got the number one overall pick. And they got Christian Kirk. Travis. What if Travis ETM Travis is like – First-round so, pick, RBs, yeah. man. Usually yeah. they're productive immediately. Yeah, so, so what if he comes back see? and is killing? So it's like, you know, you got a nice back. You got a nice receiver in Christian Kirk. Um, I don't even – they traded their one other receiver to Carolina. Day, so, yeah. Oh, oh. look. Oh.
2: No, Lanisha about, yeah. Chenault. Chanel. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chenault. Yeah, Chenault. Chenault. yeah they traded Yep.
0: Yeah, so I was like, that was interesting. But, you know, maybe they that show – that may – prove they got depth who knows but if Trevor Lawrence plays yeah if he plays to his potential like maybe they that division is not crazy they could win it but I still would bet Indianapolis but who knows but that's the only other one I could see like as a guy like a team that was like at the bottom of the basement which they were the number one team like maybe they just that could you know because I don't think Detroit no no um Giants don't see it it.
1: don't don't say it don't say it (laughs) I already the know Jets? the Bears aren't making it. Don't worry. <laughs> nah, the Jets. <laughs> I don't know, man. Doesn't I mean, this Seahawks. last game. There's a lot of like guaranteed not tanking because this isn't the NBA. Yeah. But you know, they're kind of they're you know, football's they're in they're in one of those years, right? They're waiting for either a cap space opening, like the Bears are, right? They're just strapped for cash right now. Next year they'll have more opportunities, or maybe you don't have as many draft picks this year. You took the Bears have both situations, but um, I think there's a lot of teams that are just always in that kind of in-between or on the bottom bottom tier. Hold, and yeah, it's harder to move immediately year over year in the NFL unless you just have a, a God draft and, and draft some great guys in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round.
0: I will say, though, in the NFL more than any other league, every team is set up. If you have a really good coach and you know what you're doing with your pl- personnel, you can go 8-8. Eight and eight. Yep. So it's not crazy. But, yeah, it's some like teams that are yeah, yep, Tomlin. and he's probably yeah. another case of that this year. Like, he's probably going to go eight and eight. Yep. Uh, just because that's just what he does. So, you know, but they're a very intriguing team. But two hours later. Like I say, NFL is right around the corner. We are so excited to be getting NFL content back. Fantasy football is going to be there. So, you guys stay locked in for that. Going to make a quick switch to the NBA. Um, been kind of quiet on that front. You know, a couple trades here and there. Um, not gonna do a segment on the Patrick Beverly to the Lakers, but I just think that's very funny <laughs> with him being paired with Russ. That's, just Russ, hilarious. that's, that's, that's hilarious. man. Just, that is very like just just the Laker, just the the Laker, just the Laker like brand of how they're just always in the news is because of moves like that. They just they know how to move the needle, so. Um, mm. It's going to be a straight. Gotta say, your that. boy,
2: Taylor Horton Tucker, man. Utah Jazz facing the franchise. Young player. Yeah. now. Listen, he's man. Gonna, t- he's going to get some shots,
0: man. He's going yeah. yeah, to be getting they're shots. Him, him and uh, what's the dude? Malik Beasley are probably going to be fighting at the two guard position oh, yeah. for shots. They're, they're all going to be shooting 30 shots a game. I yep. did like that he did go to a team that he is going to be able to play because Utah, right now, once. Yeah. You know, the guy we're gonna be talking about, Donovan ends up being moved, he's probably gonna get way more shots than what he probably bargained for with the Lakers. So uh speaking of Donovan Mitchell, you know, it, it's to me all this stuff has just been posturing with how the trades are working and how you know each player, like Donovan at one point got you know targeted to the Lakers, and he's getting targeted to the Wizards, he's getting targeted to the Knicks, he's getting targeted to he, he's getting targeted to all these teams. Uh, most people, I guess, with their wisdom, think he's going to go to the Knicks. It just depends on how much compensation is going to be done. So wanted to ask the guys what they think about Donovan Mitchell and his fit with all these particular teams and Zoo. I'm going to let you go ahead and take the first stab at this.
2: Man, I just see a big game of chicken right now, man, because yeah.
0: both teams want to get a deal
2: done. I feel like yep. if you ask both teams, honestly, the Knicks and the Jazzmen, honestly, like before the season, they want a deal to get done. But Danny Ainge always wants to get as much backspin value out of it. And the Knicks right now are like, "Mm, we're going to give you some of those picks, but we're not going to give you all those unprotected picks. But I feel like it's best for both teams to move on already. Because right now, the Utah Jazz right now, I feel like after this trade, this massive domino, the Mike Conley domino, because they still got Mike Conley on the team. You don't need Mike Conley if you're trying to to lose games, a veteran getting paid $30 million. So they're probably going to try to ship him out. Bogdanovich down there, man. This guy, this guy's a playoff guy. This guy's a playoff guy that you can get 20 points in the playoffs, a little wing defender shooting threes. He might get traded too. I don't know. These are potential guys that veteran teams are gonna try to get it yeah. done. So yeah. I feel like this one domino is holding all those yeah. trades up right now in the Utah Jazz, because after this Donovan um is gonna fall, all these other teams that playoff teams be trading like first round picks or young players to get all these veteran guys. So I'm looking at this right now. I'm just like, Dan, Dan, Dan. My lord, this dude wants every unprotected Nick pick, man, because I think that's <laughs> yeah, what they're nervous Trying about. Trying to short New York. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, exactly. I'm telling you, the New York Knicks is when you have a New York unprotected pick, that's a little different. That's just a little different because they're used to be in the lottery, man. And I could just imagine the one time they win the lottery, man, they don't even own their own pick. Yeah, so that would happen. I just feel like it may be 2027. One year they're past this era of oh, this era of basketball with Julius Randle, Donovan Mitchell, and Jalen Brunson. Like this is the this is the team they're trying to build right now that they're gonna tank and then they're gonna start sucking again because it's just the New York <laughs> franchise. So I, I really, really get. Like if I'm like the Lakers, I'm giving all my unprotected kids picks. Cause if I got LeBron and 80, got to go to win now and try to win a championship. But with a team like the Knicks, my God, I, I get the hesitancy. But this dude's a twenty-five-year-old young blood, man. And you got to get him. Yep. Wait, I'm playing. I know the game of chicken. You got to keep playing. But I feel like if you're in the Knicks, they're gonna end up giving in, and they're gonna trade all three of their unprotected picks, man. I yeah. feel like they're gonna eventually do it and throw in whatever future picks and pick swaps that they're gonna require because the number of players now, no more RJ Bear right now. Like I feel like he's <laughs> just no way gonna get traded based yeah. on his his contract situation, man. It's just gonna be too hard to get a deal with done with them. So they're gonna include guys that are pretty much the ob top in the world like these types of guys are nice little cute little players but man those players you get donovan mitchell's for those guys no brainer so those picks man this game of chicken man yep. you're gonna be Blake consumed man because you're gonna want donovan mitchell on your team man like and danny like, knows Qu- that Qu- Qu- grimes mm-hmm. like oh, i'm sorry he's a nice young player man but i'm not gonna withhold up donovan mitchell's here because of quentin grimes yeah <laughs>
1: I think that well, the Knicks just desperately need to make a move. I mean, they like to zoo your point. Like, how long has this era truly been so, insufferable for Knicks fans? I mean, since probably what 2014, maybe 2013? Yeah, one or...
2: little first round victory. A couple yeah, of
1: years yeah, that's true. They did have the one first round victory, but yeah, zoo. I'm looking at this trade, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking of in Danny Ainge's shoes. He knows how desperate the Knicks are, right? He knows that they they kind of want to create a big three with. You know, RJ Barrett is the the cousin fourth, I guess, whatever you want to call him. And I think he's just holding up. But Zua, that was a great point. I didn't think about like you know the value of unprotected picks coming out of New York because they just have the worst luck, I swear, in the NBA. Exact opposite of the Cavs, right? In, in For real. Past. So, <laughs> you know, if you're looking at that, I don't think obviously you can't assume that one year is going to affect the next when it comes to the lottery. But at the same time, are you getting a team that is going to lock you in? outside of the lottery every year for the next five to six years i don't think so even if they get donovan mitchell I, I i don't think you can you can really say that who knows what brunson's gonna do once now that he's gotten paid i don't really want to know where julius randall's career is going unless he just has an unbelievable resurgence mm-hmm. so kind of looking at this team going forward can donovan mitchell carry this franchise to the playoffs every year yeah maybe in you know into the play-in game so this is what danny <laughs> ainge is thinking right he's he knows the value that's there I think that's why he's holding out, and and the Knicks are going to end up pulling the trigger. But I also think that, you know, if they decided to let him walk, maybe they could get him in free agency down the road. But the Jazz are trying to trade him, and if he mm-hmm. if he really ends up re-signing wherever he is traded, if it's not the Knicks, then they're missing out big time because this is the biggest trade opportunity in a long time in the NBA.
0: Do you think maybe the trepidation with the Knicks because giving out the picks because. I will just play devil's advocate, right? If you're if I'm the Knicks, you saw what they gave up for Carmelo, and mm-hmm. who do you think will end up being a better player all time, Donovan or Carmelo? Hmm.
2: Yeah, Carmelo was- technically was- is a top was- seventy-five Carmelo. guy.
0: Donovan's oh, going to be yeah. a better player than Don- like Donovan, and it's no shade against Donovan, but it's like I think the Knicks. That's where they're probably hesitant. Like they know one for one, they're dealing with Danny Ainge because he. So he, we all know he's the toughest negotiator. And two, I think part of the hesitancy is like, hey, we gave up all this for Carmelo. Did that? Got the star to New York, and it's like, what did it get us? And it's like, maybe if you could maybe not have to draft all the draft assets, because like with the players, like I'm fine with the players. Like Barrett got to go, Quentin Grimes got to go. I would maybe fight for Topping because it's like, do you have to have Topping? Like maybe, but. You know, if you got if he's gotta go, he's gotta go. But it's like <laughs> I would be more willing to want to bargain and get, or give up Julius Randle because I just I just think he's a ball starper and he does not fit. So I don't know what value I like. I feel like to me he had that one good year that was that all star year and that was before his contract, and any guy's contract and he's just kinda out of there so or out of it. So to me, if I feel like I could flip Julius somehow, I would do that. Oh um, Danny AJ tucked in Julius. The three way trade where he goes somewhere else. Like Back that would have to, to be LA. something, but I think that's probably one of the uh, the, the the holdups. I, I just think they they've been through, and I think a lot of those people who were in the New York front office were there when they did a Carmelo trade, and I just feel like they don't. If they give up, I like Donovan, but it's like, do you want to give up all that? And then, like you say, you still you're going to have a building block of Jalen and whatever. Now, if you tell me you can get Donovan. And then somehow if him and Brunson don't work out, you can flip Brunson and then another star that can come to New York. Then it's like, okay, if you have enough foresight to know that's going to happen, then I would do it. But it's just like, it's you know, yeah, it's a gamble. And I think that's what they're probably, they're looking that's, at, but I still would try to make a move for Darwin. You've got a lot of hundred
1: million dollar contracts on one team. I'll just put it
2: that yeah. way. That's
0: yeah, a- it is. It's a lot of money tied into those two small guards. And,
2: and yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that exactly. backcourt, Six one and six foot. Man. Yeah, that's, tough. that's your backcourt. Like <laughs> that's defensively, tough. that's gonna be tough gonna, having two small yeah, prizes. They just want to sell tickets,
1: Zoo. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, Donovan get... will sell tickets, man. Exactly. He will man.
2: sell tickets, especially yeah. if make the flat. He, he's a bucket. One thing,
0: and like I said, you you get him there. And if him and Brunson don't don't work out, you know you're gonna have to try to flip Brunson. And Brunson has a lot of value in the league. I don't think he's gonna tank next year to where he's not a good player. You could maybe flip him for something and maybe open up some space for another player to come. But the thing with the Knicks is they haven't really gotten, you know, stars to actually come and play. Like they, I guess you could say they had Durant and then Kyrie said, no, we're going to the Nets. So they never really had a star come to them. So that's maybe the trepidation of why if you do get Donovan, what else can you do around him? But that's, that's where the GM get paid the big bucks. You got to figure out how to field a team around Donovan. That's going to be better. Um, And I think the Knicks front office didn't have the track record of doing that. Like I say, they've had a lot of bad draft luck. Like they've had a lot, a lot of yeah. bad draft luck. Just just really just with their positioning where they've been at. Like if they've maybe been a few slots higher, they could have been in the driver's seat for a lot of nice guys.
1: Zion. Oh, but or John. Yeah. 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 One Zion pick behind have been the for John. Ja, ja Zion. Uh,
2: one pick behind for Steph Curry. It's uh, a lot of trolling, man. Just one pick in front of him. a transcendent guy. <laughs> if they just had like the Kings.
0: Z- yeah. them and the kings man God, if they just had if they had zion in new york like that that would have been just i think maybe the linchpin that would have got way more, that probably would have got a star already there in new york i think that would have been a major major player like say for instance i think say they would have had zion and you know how bradley bill they all said he was going to take the money but maybe bradley bill thinks twice and he's like oh, i want to go play with zion maybe he thinks that just because zion's there because I, I don't think stars want to go to New York and be the only star. they got to have a co-star. You can't be the only star in New York unless you're like – you get all the Arden. pressure. Yeah. A lot – and like you say, the Knicks are the team – And like I know the Nets doing – it. they are the team in New York. Like the Nets having fun doing it. But you saw what happened when the Nets got swept in the first round. They were talked about, you know, because Kevin Durant was on the team. But if that would have been that Kevin Durant on the Knicks and he got swept, they would probably still be talking about it today in football season. <laughs> they probably Absolutely. would still be talking about it today. So it's like it's just levels to it when it comes to, you know, same thing, Giants, Jets, whatever. It's just those certain teams have the pedigree and they're going to have the focus. So it's going to be interesting. If you ask me, I think that's where he's going to end up. I don't think there's any other team that's going to trade for him. I don't think the whole I don't think the Wizards. No, no, I don't think Miami's going to be able to do it. Um, There's no other team I could see, you know, and watch me say that and he ends up somewhere else. But, you know, (laughs) I just don't see it. I think it's Knicks or Buss which I think Danny wants to make the deal happen. And I think the Knicks want to make the deal happen. Like Zeus said, they're just doing a bunch of posturing right now. And it's, they're just man, trying it's to make it. Negotiating, man.
2: The name of the yeah. game, man. You don't, you just don't know if you're the first train and make a deal. Medium. I mean, you got to take it patient. You got to take both teams are doing it by the book right now, but the deadline is pretty much they want to get before like training camp happens. Exactly. And when that starts happening, that's when you're like, okay, they're pushing pressure is on pressure's on right now. Cause you don't want this talk lingering. Imagine. Cause, cause what the jazz are trying to do. They are trying to tank games. They're trying to tank. And Donovan Mitchell, one thing he's gonna do, he's gonna help you win regular season games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that that is their pressure. The Knicks, I feel like, might have might have a little edge just because of that. Because what the Utah Jazz was like five, ten games in a row or something like crazy. They just start off strong. They're trying to lose mm-hmm. games. So man, Donovan Mitchell, man, ship him off, man, for Quentin Grimes. He'll lose a lot more games, man. You'll lose a lot more games if you get that trade done. So and
1: you know he's gonna leave eventually, right? He's gonna leave yeah. Utah. So you got three years left on turn. his
2: contract. Yeah. Still. Leaning towards it, new head coach shipped out their uh, defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Like when, when that trade happens, yeah, they're already thinking about that. Their full rebound. Yeah. so fair yeah, I'm a Mitchell, man.
0: We're gonna see for sure. I mean, I, I have a I have a inclination that he's probably gonna end up with the Knicks. I just don't know when. Uh, maybe it's by the trade deadline. Who knows? But like you say, if you take a risk, because if Utah starts off fast, <laughs> then you know it might not be a situation or where you can it. get him. Yeah, well, it could be him him and Horton Tucker in the backcourt oh, getting man. buckets. Listen, what <laughs> And we want to talk about? Listen, just talk, and I don't know, Donovan could probably maybe masquerade as a point guard, but just if you want to talk about wingspans in the backcourt, like you got 6'4, foot and 6'3, six, 6'10 six, wingspans in the backcourt. Like that's, they're short, like THC, I think about 6'4, but like, and Donovan, I guess you say six two six three, like that wingspan, knowing that backcourt. If they ever wanted to play defense, that could be a nasty backcourt just defensively. But we probably no, won't see that. Really anymore, anymore, though. Oh, yeah, they ain't got the what is it? The it, They don't, they they the don't even have tower. a starting center. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't, didn't the they replace. get didn't they get the center from Minnesota in that trade? The first round pick. I can't yeah, remember. they, the they got from yeah, they, Auburn. The First
2: round pick that was drafted
0: this year, but. Who that's knows. crazy that oh, he might man. be the starter. Yeah, we're um, just waiting <laughs> yeah, for the French crazy. kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Like a lot of other teams, uh, but like you say, NBA gave us a little small headline right there.
2: Game over.
0: Like you say, the Lakers are going to continue to make waves because that's just they're the brand that does it. And plus, too, you just can't escape because every media outlet talks about them all the time. So we're going to constantly hear part of stuff about that. But like I said, it is the NFL right here, right now. Got to make sure we're getting out content for that. So make sure you guys tune in to BullHeaded underscore pod on Instagram. TikTok has been booming with followers and content. I do a little bit differently than the reels I do on Instagram. So make sure you follow that at BullHeaded864. YouTube, Quantro Nose, getting shorts up there. This content that you see right here will be up there, live content. And for me, Zoo and P. Bush.